Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Chris James. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Chris James. And we are starting a new series that I'm so excited about, Chris. Are you? Yeah, it's going to be a great series. It goes along with a new series that you just did for television. Exactly. So, so I thought that maybe some people would want to go a little deeper in some of the topics. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know who Chris is, uh, even though you should by now, <laughs> he is our production director. Produ- uh, what do you call yourself? Uh, just creative director slash producer. There you, you go. Know, See, what happens is Chris does everything around here, <laughs> so we don't even know what to call him. But he all the techie stuff. Exactly, just call him the techie guy. The, yeah. Exactly, he's the techie guy. But he happens to like studying the Bible too. And um, thank you for being with us in this whole series. Absolutely, because you have pleasure. a lot to say, and you're a young adult. You're not as old as I am. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling me a young adult. I don't <laughs> technically qualify anymore, but you know? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we're you, just you have young kids. Barely out of that eighteen to thirty-five year old bracket. You go. You know? There you go. So I wanted to also have that insight when we talk about these things. And actually, we are talking about um, discipleship. And a lot of people are very confused about discipleship because they think that is when people become really, really holy and they don't have any more flaws. And they walk around with the Bible under their arm and armpit. Well, you know, I mean, after you're supposed to grow up in Jesus, right? You know, you're not supposed to stay an infant forever. So doesn't discipleship mean, you know, you're eating the deep food, not just the milk? Yes, it does, it does mean that, but it does not mean that you no longer struggle ah, or that you don't mm-hmm. longer have flaws. And yeah. we're going to actually study the 12 disciples, the, pe- yeah. the people that Jesus chose. Mm-hmm. I mean, were you chosen always when you were a kid? Well, uh, in sports, quite often, yes, yeah, and, so and, and until I moved to Canada. What happened when you moved to Canada? Well, they play this funny thing there called hockey, <laughs> and I came from California, which at the time, hockey wasn't exactly popular yet now Mm -hmm. it's you know a pretty big thing but back then nobody was playing hockey or had even really heard of it okay so So when we moved to canada i was used to being chosen first but um (laughs) yeah they they chose me last there oh i'm so sorry Uh, to hear that well you know it happens yes but then you learned hockey then you were chosen first uh, well yeah i I ended up playing goalie but yeah there you go it was all right well see there's something great about the fact that the disciples were actually chosen by jesus because i think that if we went out there to choose disciples we wouldn't have chosen these particular people but the fact that they were ordinary men that yeah. accepted an extraordinary mm-hmm. grace mm-hmm. Uh, gives me great hope because yeah. you know I feel an, I'm an ordinary woman and God has chosen me to be a disciple you yeah. know mm-hmm. and only because I accepted his grace then then I can be a disciple yeah. especially spiritually all of us are pretty ordinary. ordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that is the beauty of, of the series that we're going to do on radical discipleship. Discipleship has been defined as the reversal of values in light of the cross, which means that we see things upside down in mm-hmm. light of the cross, even though the disciples yeah. were always struggling with this. They, mm-hmm. they kept the talking about... The first shall be last and the last uh, shall be first. And exactly. Those who are great are going to be the least. Exactly. And, and they actually were the closest to Jesus, these 12 disciples. There's three levels of disciples in the Bible, in the Gospels. There were uh, this elite group 
of 12 mm-hmm. people that were with Jesus. And then there were the 70 that we yep. are told that went out and they came mm-hmm. back to him, etc. And then the larger group, like in Pentecost, 120 plus, that were actually disciples of Jesus too. Right. So when we are talking about these 12, we're talking about the very inner inner circle of mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, you know, these people, that ordinary people that yeah. followed an extraordinary God yep. every, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, um, can you believe that Jesus actually chose them? Yeah, I mean, it's especially when you look at the people, you would think he could have chosen a better bunch. I mean, you know, fishermen and tax collectors. It's like, wow, really? You chose them? Yeah, you exactly. Do, do we have any place in the Bible that actually says that yeah. he chose them? Actually, in uh, John uh, 6, verse 70, it says, Jesus replied, have I not chosen you? Yeah. So, well, see, from that, his own lips. I mean, he's like, I chose you. Yeah, that that blows my mind away because these are flawed, struggling, doubtful, ordinary people. And they they don't know much. They are, I mean, as we go through each one of them, we'll see how they struggle with temper and mm-hmm. with, with uh, wanting to send fire from heaven, all kinds of weird things. And yeah. they were exposed to this extraordinary grace and that changed them. Yeah. You know. They had to be changed because, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Ordinary. <laughs> exactly. And I think when you're exposed to the grace of God and salvation, you are changed, but not in order to be saved, but because you, you are you, saved. Yeah, you have understood yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And Jesus taught them all kinds of things, theology, prayer, compassion, humility. And eventually they forsook everything and went back to fishing because they thought that everything had failed when, when he mm. died. Yeah. But of course, in resurrection morning, he called them again, and we know the rest of the story. So we're going to start with the list. There's actually four different lists of the disciples in, in the Gospels, uh, but we're going to read from chapter 10 of Matthew. I don't know if you are there by any chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to see when, when he gave the 12 disciples such uh, such authority, you know, because we, let's, let's read the list. Let's start on verse 2. Yeah. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Well, here we have one of the four lists. Um, Did you know that Peter is always first in all the lists? Yeah, I've noticed that, and I've often wondered why. Is it just because he's the loudest, or he said, you know, hey, I'm going to pay you off, make sure I'm on the list first? I mean, because obviously these, you know, uh, all of all of the books were written by different people, and yet he's yeah. always first. Yeah, obviously he uh, not only had a big mouth, but he eventually became a leader yeah. of the disciples, and we can see a lot a lot of that in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he made the biggest mistakes, the loudest mistakes. Yeah. And I think it's great that he's first in, in all of them because it shows that he eventually became their leader. Right. Uh, in all four uh, lists, we have him first. And he's a fisherman, but we also will have quite a bunch here, tax collectors, and we will have uh, Judas, the one who betrayed him, who was actually mm-hmm. in finances. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he was the treasure. He's the only one that actually had a role uh, yeah. in the 12 disciples. He was the treasure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> can you believe it? And, and, and it didn't end up very well. But this, this word disciples, uh, have you ever, I don't know if you're into Greek or not, but 
you know, you, you know, know, I was when I was a teenager, but I never really went very far. I never took any of it in school or anything like <laughs> okay. that. So you're going to have to help me out on all okay, that. Okay. Kind of so stuff. we're just going to have a couple of words because disciple, actually, the word in Greek is mathetes, which means learner. Mm-hmm. So it would be so much easier for people to understand discipleship if they'd understood so, that the word mathetes means learner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody who's, who's learning, not who knows it all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not somebody who mm-hmm. has all the answers, not yeah. somebody who has a, you know, when I was young, I don't know if that happened to you, but everything was black and white. You know, I didn't have anything to learn. Yeah, I think I think when you're younger, you tend to look at the world a lot more black and white and yes. think that, you know, you've learned everything there is and this is the way it is. And you're taught from your parents that this is the way it is. And, you know, you better stick to it or, you know. Yes. But then as I, as I, w- I got older, I realized that I had uh, so much to learn. And, and Methodist means that you're a learner. Now, the word apostles, which is apostoloi in Greek, is the one who is sent. Mm-hmm. So not all disciples were sent out. As a matter of fact, we have several stories in, in the Gospels where somebody wants says, I want to follow you, I want to go with you, and Jesus mm-hmm. says, no, you stay at home and talk to your people. Yeah, so, which is important too, obviously. Obviously, and you're also a disciple, mm-hmm. so not everybody's going to be called to leave their job and go to Kenya. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people say, well, if I'm a disciple, disciple. I have, I have yeah. to go, you know. But the apostles, apostoloi, were the sent ones. Mm-hmm. And so these are called apostles, Yeah. these 12 people that ordinary people that accepted extraordinary grace mm-hmm. except one of them that we'll talk about so the 12 disciples the 12 was an important number for israel yeah why well there was 12 tribes of judah yeah i mean you know it's uh of the, israel uh, yeah not judah you know judah <laughs> yeah. was one of the 12 yeah <laughs> there you go but the 12 of israel so yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. mean it's uh it's that new- encompasses the whole exactly right? so in the new testament we we kind of have the 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 12 disciples that take the place of the 12 tribes yeah. for the new church mm-hmm. and of course the 12 times 12 is 144 which yeah. is a big mm-hmm. number for the whole oh. of the people of god at the right. end right exactly. Yeah, exactly representation of very good everything so we have three groups of four and they're always in the same order um it's very interesting not only is peter the first and always in every list mm-hmm. but but the three groups of four are maintained in all four lists. So the first four will always be the first four, and the yeah. second four will be the second four. Isn't yeah. that interesting? That's very interesting. So they yeah. obviously had some roles within the group. and Yeah, you know, even though Jesus said the first shall be last and the last shall be first, clearly there was some pecking order or something <laughs> about that that makes some, that list that way. Yeah, some order, at least in in the eyes of those who wrote the Gospels. Right. And and we don't, uh, some of it we know, and we're going to study it. But mm-hmm. the fact that they were chosen with no scholarship, no, they, they were not theologians, they they were not PhDs. They were mm. not people that, you know, knew yeah. all these things. Why do you think God called these type of people to the ministry? Because I don't think we could actually um, see ourselves as a disciple of Christ if we couldn't relate. Um, and these are people oh, that we can actually relate to because guess what? They have mistakes like us. Yeah. You know, if you they, call them, they fail. Then <laughs> if he can call them, then hey, maybe I have a chance of being a disciple as well. Yeah, you're you reminding know. me of a, of a uh, used car uh, advertising on TV nowadays that says, if they gave me credit, yeah. you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can have credit too. too. Yeah, yeah exactly. there was something like this. And so Jesus had to teach them that he, they were being called to full-time ministry not because they were great. So mm-hmm. the 
best story to start this series is in Luke chapter 5, mm-hmm. where they have been trying to fish all night. And verse 2 says that they were washing their nets. Yes. And Jesus chose that moment to start a public ministry. So let's go on verse 3 and 4. All right. In verse 3, he said, He got into one of the boats the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Why don't you read one more? All right. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so... I will let down the nets. I love the Bible's butts. They're pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. You know, these are fishermen, and here comes this preacher and tells them what to do. They're washing their nets, which means that they're done for the day. And, you know, I used to like fishing a lot. Wow. Yeah, you yeah. didn't know that? There's a lot of things about yeah. me that you know. <laughs> no, that's, I'm sure there's a lot. <laughs> so, anyways, you don't go to a lake to fish in the middle of the day because the fish actually can see the net. Right. So, it, you go at night. You scare them away. Well, the net does. Yeah. Yeah, or your Maybe shadow I, or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't trying to say you specifically, but yeah, you know, you okay. get the idea. All right. <laughs> so they are done, and, and actually Jesus teaches, and then he says, look, I have a surprise for you. Put out the nets. Mm-hmm. And and Peter brings up the fact that, hey, you know, we, we tried yeah. all night. We're the fishermen mm-hmm. here. You are a carpenter. Maybe you should yeah. stick to your profession. <laughs> stick to your profession, yeah, exactly. But he does this little word, but, mm. because you say so, we're going to do it. And you yeah. know the rest of the story, and unfortunately, we're running out of time. But there is a miraculous catch. Yes. And they realize that they're not dealing with somebody mm. ordinary, mm-hmm. but that there's an extraordinary God yes. in front of them. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment that they all get fearful. And Jesus says, do not fear. Uh, From yes. now on, you will we'll be catching, catching men, men on verse 10. Mm-hmm. And maybe you want to read verse 11. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. And this is how it starts, the story of the disciples. And I hope you are blessed and hopeful as we start this series that the fact is God has called ordinary people. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like you and me. All we have to do is learn and follow, right? Yeah, learn and follow. And and we have an extraordinary God who offers extraordinary grace. Mm-hmm. And discipleship is simply that. When you have found something so much greater than yourself. Yes. And you say, I have to leave everything mm-hmm. and follow Him. Yeah. So, if you're listening to us and you have not made this decision, we want to invite you to make it. Because the truth is, we are ordinary people, but Jesus is an extraordinary God. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!